Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hello once again, Chris Malone, 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Here's your recap for Monday, March 27th, 2023. Found out in the show that the average family spends just six hours a week together. Basically, that's less than an hour a day where the family actually talks and interacts with each other. And generally, uh, that, of course, as you would imagine, would be around the dinner table. But not every day. In fact, um, 7 in 10 parents say they set aside at least one day a week for eat a meal together, generally being Sunday evening, the most common, followed by Saturday evening and then Friday evening. Outside of the meals, parents say that they're more likely to chat with their kids in the car, putting them to bed and walking them to and from school. Uh, 56% of parents surveyed said that work shifts are hindering family quality time, but they also added homework, chores, TV time, and of course, Social media are big factors that take away from family time. Um, we talked about a bathroom makeover um, because that is the second most popular room to renovate. And also, it's the one, another room like your kitchen that's going to have a good return because generally any improvements to um, rooms like kitchens and bathrooms are going to be good for you. But you can get a little carried away because of what you see perhaps in a magazine or seen on a home show that um, customization is the word it's, it's interesting, customization and cash uh, kind of uh, alliterate. And that's kind of true when you're talking about customizations. For instance, let's say one of the more expensive things that you could spend your money on is actually the shower door, especially if it's customized. But the traditional sliding glass door, even frosted, is not an outdated concept. So if you're looking to save a little bit of money, you might just want to stick with a standard door. If you find uh, that you, um, your shower doesn't fit a standard door, Talk to your designer to see if they can somehow extend one wall or take back a wall, in essence, to get that standard door done. Same is true with a bath, uh, with a bench in the bathtub or in the shower stall. Of course, that's a nice little feature that you would have, but it's going to add a lot more money, and you can get away with sticking um, a, a bamboo stool in there instead. We'll do the same thing. And then multiple shower heads, rows of handles, looks nice, would be wonderful to be uh, covered in a deluge like that, but um, you realize it's going to add a whole bunch of money in the end. So keep that in mind. Uh, allergies, as you can tell with my voice, it is a bit uh, wonky. And that's uh, because I've been dealing with allergies Friday afternoon. I um, uh, started losing my voice um, and then realized that it's I have like sinuses draining in the back of my throat and therefore um, uh, irritating my vocal cords. And lo and behold, that's what's caused me, or I feel it's caused me to lose uh, my voice. But it does it kind of adds a little bit of credibility when we find out that the Asthma and Allergy Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization, uh, says that the Great Plains, Carolinas, and Florida are expected to be the worst areas in the country for allergies this season. So I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the allergy medications that we have because there's two sets of them, and they go by generations. The first generation, those are going to be the ones that you're familiar with, uh, Dimetap, NyQuil, Dramamine, Benadryl. Uh, they were actually created after World War, during World War II, and they do work. Um, they do work in uh, causing your body to stop producing histamine. Um, when your body feels it's under attack, your immune system anyways, 
uh, it releases histamine because what that does is it kind of makes our blood vessels leaky, believe it or not. And that's what causes mucus. And therefore that mucus kind of blocks anything that comes into your lungs or, 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 or such. So that's what histamine does. And of course, an antihistamine tells your body to chill and relax. The problem with the first generation antihistamines is they have a lot of side effects, including uh, sleeplessness, uh, sleepiness as well, loss of coordination. I always felt disconnected uh, the next morning after taking Benadryl. Um, and there's actually been more evidence that uh, is pinpointing these antihistamines as uh, increasing a risk of dementia. So the second generation of antihistamines came around in the 80s, and those are the ones we know as Claritin, Zyrtec, and Allegra. Um, they work uh, uh, similar, telling your immune system to stop producing histamine, but they have far less, fewer side effects. In particular, no drowsiness. Uh, so far, knocking on wood, there's no link to sort of uh, any sort of uh, dementia or uh, loss of memory. But they also uh, kind of wane over time, which means that uh, every three to six months, you should try and change. So if you're on Zyrtec for three months, you may want to switch to Allegra for three months and then to Claritin for three months and kind of do that. Uh, it kind of keeps your body um, guessing and it keeps it working. Same is true when you add the extra boost of, an, of a decongestant to the antihistamine. That further shrinks the size of the blood vessels. But if you use that too much, once again, that is also going to become less effective. So some, uh, some good advice to handling your allergies. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talked about junk fees in the, in the sense of uh, fees that really um, your, your banks and, uh, and lenders are kind of are playing on the fact that you generally are not as well versed in the law when it comes to late fees or fees in general. That's why they're called junk fees. It was a big report that came out uh, from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that found that um, there's a lot of shady business going along, uh, going around, and it's because we're ignorant to the policies. We let it happen. For, answer, for, for examples, banks charge what are called surprise overdraft fees, and this is how it works. So let's say... I'm out shopping. I'm not using my debit card. I go to the first store and I run my debit card. And then I, I without me realizing, I've actually overdrawn with my first, um, uh, with, with the stopping at store one. I've overdrawn my checking account, but I'm not notified. I don't know this. I go to number two, the uh, number two place, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> and um, I start, buying things and using my debit card. But the funds are actually debited immediately from number two, the place I went to, uh, the second place. So that when, uh, so in essence, it goes through. So what happens is that number one, the money will go through, there's no money there, and you're charged an overdraft fee. Versus if they had immediately run through the debit card on stop number one, I could not have made the purchase at stop number two. So it's kind of a surprise, and it's a way that a bank can get an overdraft fee. Some student loan companies 
don't allow credit card payments according to the rules of the government. However, if you are, let's say, behind on a credit card bill, um, they'll go ahead and take your credit card information. You think everything's fine. You've been, you, you paid the, uh, you're, you're caught up on your student loan and everything's fine. But then about two or three days later, they will, of course, say, well, no, you can't, we don't take credit cards. And uh, not only did the payment not go through, but you got a late fee and uh, you got a return check fee. So that, again, is a form of a, of another junk fee. And then probably the, the biggest one that could really affect you involves mortgages and, uh, and installment loans, like uh, your, your credit cards or, or even an auto loan. But here in Florida, the, uh, the, the, the lender or the person who's, who, who you've uh, not made the payment to on time could only charge a maximum of 5% of the monthly payment. So if you have a monthly payment of $50 and you are late, 5% would be what, um, two fifty. That's the late, that's the payment of the late fee. So you'd be charged the full uh, $450 plus $2.50. That is according to Florida law. However, these banks and these lenders, they pay on our ignorance. They may charge $30 late fee instead of the only 5% of the late uh, of the payment amount. So why I'm bringing this up to you now is just so that you kind of be aware. Yes, you should be aware. And I'm the first to admit it. I even said this on the air. You should keep up on your bank account and you should know how much money is in there. I get it. And I'm not uh, preaching to anybody because I'm saying it's happened to me. I'm pretty diligent about keeping tabs on my money. And there's been a couple of times that I've, um, I have not moved money from savings into my checking account and I've been overdrawn. It happens. Life happens. So don't think of it as being somebody who's just being poor with money. It's the fact that you have lending institutions that are taking advantage of real life situations and your ignorance of the law. Talked about scammers using artificial intelligence, um, which is getting really, really good because you tend to think about uh, Siri and Alexa and how they sound much more like a human being versus like the the Stephen Hawking's uh, you know, the, the computer voice that he had, or even the speak and say that we used to have back in the, uh, in the eighties when we were kids. But it, you know, you tend to think about that's how things have progressed over the last 40 years, but we're talking about technology being so good now that you have artificial intelligence that can actually just take a few of your own words and completely mimic your voice. That is what is super scary about this. And that's why they call it the AI voice deep fake and it was probably one of the biggest scams last year. And it worked kind of like you received a phone call, caller ID checked out to somebody you know, because once again, um, there's technology that will put up a fake caller ID. Um, and basically, if your information has been compromised anywhere online, all your information, your phone number, your address, your you know blah, 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 that's all taken into account. But here's what the AI will do is it will have a conversation with you. And it will sound a little out of character for the person that's talking to you. But at the end of the day, they need money and they need you to send it as soon as possible, preferably versus to a Zelle or a Venmo account or even a gift card. There's your red flag right there. Anytime that someone's asking for a gift card or asking for money to be kind of even um, uh, Venmoed out of the blue, that's probably going to be a scam. But you need to kind of pay attention with this, um, this AI voice deepfake is that it still takes a little time for the computer to come up with a conversation. And uh, if you find that the uh, you're talking to, let's say, somebody you know, and it takes, a, it takes a long time for them to answer, 
or it's out of character. Like they said, you know, oh, I was just, I was in Tahiti with the, with the kids. And you realize, well, wait a minute, when did you get married? And I just saw you last week. You didn't say anything about going to Tahiti. Those are all big red flags. Again, using your gut. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Um, so uh, just be kind of aware of that. If you get a call out of the blue from somebody that even you know, and it just seems like the call is a little off, it probably is an AI voice deep fake. So that's it. The show for today, Monday, March 27th, 2023. Of course, I always welcome your comments and your feedback. You can email me at C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com. That's at A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.